Welcome to The Table, a place where stories are told, life is shared, and our hope is that you leave full. We encourage you to sit back, pull up a chair, and enjoy the conversation. Welcome to The Table, everyone. I'm your co-host, Chris Albritton, joined around the table again this week with my other co-host, Drew Phillips. Hello, hello. And we are excited to, to continue our conversation around the topic of discipleship, the discipleship pathway. Um, the hope for this is just to give a clear definition of where we're going to go as a church. Uh, last week, we looked at the topic of thinking, of learning, of uh, grasping the idea of what discipleship looks like and uh, and how that can change our lifestyle a little bit, some of the thought processes that we have. And so, Drew, give us a little recap on last week. Yeah. So, um, again, I appreciate if you're if you tuned in last week and are tuning in again this week. Uh, thank you for that. Um, and thanks for to Chris for allowing me to hop on a couple soapbox of mine and just rattle some things Always, off. Man. So I I appreciate that. Last week we talked about um, what is a disciple. We talked about a disciple um, is uh, as followers of Jesus is the one of the key ways we should identify ourselves and that um, as a disciple of Jesus, we are adhering to Jesus's teachings. Um, and so as we adhere to his teachings um, and follow him, the best thing for us to do, one of the first things we can do is start to change the way that we think about Jesus, about God and God's kingdom. And so we talked a lot of having the mind of Christ and not conforming to this world, but being transformed by the renewing our mind and thinking on things above and how we start to replace some of our old uh, bad narratives of who God is and what life with God could look like with new and better narratives that we get from Jesus of who God really is and what life can really be like in his kingdom. And then how that starts to change when we change how we think it will start to change um, how we live and how we act. Yeah, and that's what we want to focus on this week is our lifestyle, how we live um, and how we are going to now change through our change in narrative, uh, how we're going to uh, implement that in our life. And so let's get started. What are some, uh, a brief overview of some of the ways that we can now live uh, the things that we've learned out? So. Yeah, so if once we've started to change our narratives, start to think like Jesus, again, the way we think is going to inform um, how we act or what we believe is going to inform how we behave. And so when we think about things like that, now that we're starting to change our thinking, our behavior should should match that. Um, and so with that, these are when we talk about training or practices, these are spiritual disciplines, spiritual practices that we put in place that help us order our life um, around Jesus and, and what he's called us to. Mm-hmm. And so, um, again, the classic term is spiritual disciplines. Uh, as I've said before, some people love those terms because they are very disciplined people and they like that word. Some people don't like it because discipline has a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. And so we'll mm-hmm. use words like training or practice because yeah. if you're going to get better at anything, you need to practice, right? Spring training is going on for baseball right now. These guys are in spring training to get ready for baseball season. Yeah. And you know, as you as a as a as a musician and as a worship pastor, for you, it's important for you to practice and train on the guitar or That's whatever correct, musical yeah. instrument you're going to use so that you can get better at it and and refine whatever gifts, talents and abilities you have. Mm-hmm. The same is true for us in our spiritual life. There's got to be some training and some practices in place so that we can start to change how we live in this world. Um, left up to our own devices. We talked about this in our first Peter series that we had, that we um, are leaving our old selves behind 
and now we're following Christ and submitting our will to His. Well, that's not something that just happens overnight. That's something we have to train and practice. And so spiritual disciplines or spiritual training and practices, these are things that are put in place to help us experience this with God kind of life now. Um, And so some ways that we do that, simple things are um, prayer, um, fasting, silence and solitude, um, confession, um, simplicity. These are some things, and there's a huge exhaustive list that we can get into here in a little bit. But these are just things that we do to help us live more like Jesus has called us to live. Yeah, and you may recall... Um, last year, we went through a You Are Here series that defines some of the spiritual disciplines and how we can implement those in our life. This part of this series uh, in our discipleship pathway is what we really want to focus on. How can we arrange our lifestyles away from the things of the world and the things that we have held on to for a long time and, and move them into some disciplines that are going to create a healthy culture, uh, a healthy spiritual life, and a biblical foundation, all these different aspects. And so this is good. So, Drew, describe for us, uh, there's a couple of different types of, of disciplines here uh, that we can look into. Why don't you describe those to us, and then we'll go through each one. Yeah, no, that's good, and I appreciate that. And, that, you know, you mentioned that You Are Here series, and we did that last summer, and yeah. it's something we're actually going to mm-hmm. be doing this summer that's as right. well. Um, again, because we have realized the importance of for us as followers of Jesus to put these things into practice, and we want to make sure that our listeners, the people who call Calvary home, get a better understanding and ability yeah. to put those into practice. So I'm really excited about mm-hmm. that. I'm excited about that direction. Um, your original question to me is what type of disciplines are there? Yeah. Um, there's a guy named Richard Foster who wrote a book, Celebration of Discipline, and it is probably the the classic book on the spiritual disciplines. Okay. Uh, it was written probably 30 years ago, um, and is if you want to study, you want a good read on spiritual disciplines, it was it would be the one that I would would first recommend. And this is more of a uh, textbook style of reading, or would that be a light read for? Um, it's not those? quite a textbook. It's a little bit heavier, um, yeah. but it's it, each chapter kind of breaks it down, and mm-hmm. you can understand okay. it. It's, it's one of those uh, you can highlight a lot. There's a lot of one-liners in it that are really good to help help you track a little bit. So that's Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster. Um, And with it, he he, he has three types of disciplines. You have inward disciplines, you have outward disciplines or practices, and then corporate disciplines. And the inward ones, these are practices that focus on our inner life. These are things that Mm -hmm. are just for us internally and things that we do with inside to help with our mind and our soul. Um, and our spirit, and, and it kind of fosters that, where then you have um, the outward disciplines. These are things that are done outward, things like service, things that happen outside of us and not just as we think in the inside, but things that are yeah. very practical with our bodies. And then corporate disciplines um, are disciplines that you do with other people. So a lot of times the inward and the outward disciplines are something you're just doing by yourself, um, where the corporate ones happen um, in a large group of people and you can do together in community yeah. um, and play themselves that way. And those, those are the three um, that really um, you can put most of the disciplines in those categories and, 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 um, and help you understand what kind of is the focus of what sure. I'm practicing right sure. now. Sure, sure. So let's take each one of those and break them down for a minute uh, and just talk about how a couple of disciplines that fall within each category uh, and then towards the end, we'll figure out practical ways we can do that. So let's look at inward disciplines at first. Um, once you describe those more in detail and, and what that entails. Yeah, so um, the inward discipline. So these are things such as prayer, fasting, scripture memorization. These are things internally that we work on. Um, prayer, again, is some our way of 
experiencing intimacy with God. And so yeah. by, by talking with Him, by listening to Him, and so that is something that happens with us. It's an inward thing that helps develop and helps us to continue to align our hearts and our wills with that of God. You see that in Matthew 6 when Jesus mm-hmm. teaches the disciples how to pray. He starts it out with, God, you are holy, and let your will be done, not my will. Your right. will on uh, on earth as it is in heaven. And that is aligning ourselves as we pray with God's will for our life. Yeah. Um, and then there are fasting. This is something that um, is popular around Lenten seasons, um, can be popular um, in some different other traditions. But the main purpose of fasting is this idea of realizing that God is our sustainer. Right. Um, and He is all that we need to sustain us. And so a lot of times prayer and fasting are done together because as your stomach growls, if you've chosen to fast from food, yeah. or as your finger finger starts to twitch because it wants to slide up and down your screen and you're fasting from social media or something of that nature, technology, you think, oh, I need to pray right now. And They're so, all reminders of, yeah. of God's goodness of there God's and, goodness. And, and His sustainability. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then scripture memorization, that's one of those that is just good, that as you go through difficult times, you memorize scripture mm-hmm. so you can recall those, and they're planted in your heart and your soul. And so those are, those are more the, some examples of some inward disciplines. Yeah, I think we as a church find prayer to be maybe the easiest one of all of them. But in some sense, people have a hard time praying out loud. This is not really what we're talking about, like a corporate uh, small group time. Hey, so and so, pray for us. Yeah. We're talking about a personal time exactly. of just uh, getting real with God, having an honest conversation. He is a living being, and so we don't have to address Him uh, as a as a storybook character. But we can actually have a, a conversation with Him yep. and just share our heart and honesty there. Yeah, uh, I think we find that to be a, a fairly uh, easy one, but mm-hmm. also if we get personal, maybe we don't do it as much as we should. Yeah. So. Well, it's just that idea of if you're if you're talking, you know, say you're talking with your dad. If all you do is talk to him when you need something, or if you don't talk yeah. to him for a couple of days, you come back that can feel awkward. And mm-hmm. but when you're, it's something that's part of your daily routine. Yeah. And part of your life that you do, and you're praying. You come to him when things are good. You come to him when mm-hmm. things are bad, and you you'd start to develop that. Yeah. Um, and that's just difficult because some people, again, in our busy lives, and this is something we'll talk about here with some of the outward disciplines with silence and solitude. But we have so many noises and distractions going on all the time that to stop and pray and to really focus on that is a difficult practice. Absolutely. And again, that's where it becomes a practice, a training exercise, yeah. a discipline that we put in because it, it does go against the grain a little bit, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's so good for our souls when we Absolutely. do it. Absolutely, absolutely. And studying as well, I found that to be uh, such an important part of my daily routine. I know the days that I'm just all out of whack are the days that I spent the least amount of routine time. So if I, I'm a morning person, so if I can get a time of study in the Word and prayer before the day really gets started, I find that my, my day goes a lot smoother, and I feel like there's more of a flow to it. Whereas if I don't, or if I, and again, not every day is perfect. So we're, we're breaking down these a little heavier than uh, maybe we anticipated, but if, if not every day is perfect, that's still okay. You still have time to catch up. Yep. I think it's just important that you do spend a few moments, 10 minutes, 15, whatever amount of time that you have available to, to pause, to clear the mind, and to reflect on these inner inward disciplines uh, to, to set the pace for the day. So, Yeah, I agree. And I think that's one thing, and as you kind of talked about um, there a little bit, some days are good, some days are bad. Mm-hmm. And then as same way, 
some disciplines are going to be really easy and yeah. some are going to be different. Yeah. Some people are really, it might be really easy for them to stop and to pray, mm-hmm. but for them to practice other disciplines might be a little bit more difficult. Yeah. And this is how God has wired us. And we need to be patient with ourselves and understand this is why we're training. We're not training mm-hmm. for to be perfect. We're not training to be Jesus, but the mm-hmm. idea, so the end is not to master the discipline, but yeah. Jesus is the goal, right? Living in the kingdom Absolutely. is the goal. And so you need to be patient with yourself and realize, you know, if this is something that's more difficult for me, it's something I need to pay attention to a little mm-hmm. bit more. And then some of those, when you are having a bad day, some of those practices or training exercises that are easier, maybe that's just a good day to put some of those into practice yeah. because it's going to be a win, yeah, right? Absolutely. And you know that you can meet God in those Certainly. places. Certainly. Um, and so there's also an understanding that, each day is going to look different. Be patient with yourself. You're not being graded on how yeah. well you're fasting, how, you're, how well you're praying. Certainly. But God just wants to spend time with you, and these mm-hmm. are training exercises for us so that we can start to get to the place where it becomes second nature. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus talks about, um, when he talks about giving, he talks about not knowing what your left yeah. hand, what your right, left hand, what your right hand is doing, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea behind that is it becomes second nature. It becomes habitual to us. So. Yeah. We don't get angry because we've trained and practiced to our response to things is not to get angry. These are training things that help us live in the kingdom of God as part of second nature and not something that we have to work so hard. And that's just going to take time. But it's important that it takes intentionality. Certainly. And what I'm hearing coming out of this conversation is really backing up to last week. It is through these disciplines that we start to see a different narrative here and more of a reflection of Jesus as he flows through these. All these topics that we're going to talk about over these three weeks, they all work together. It's not one, then the other, then the other. But you start to see them all flowing and and, and and uh, meeting together right in the middle as you, you participate in each one. So let's move on to the outward disciplines. Uh, describe those, and let's talk about a few of those. Examples. Yeah, um, so outward disciplines. So these are things that happen externally. These aren't necessarily mm-hmm. just things that happen inside of you. So one of these is, um, this is one that there's a lot of S's. So yeah. simplicity is one of mm-hmm. these, right? So how are you going to simplify your life so that you can pay more attention to God? So maybe that's decluttering your house, Maybe it's decluttering your calendar. Maybe it's decluttering your phone and simplifying those things so that you can focus on God. The silence and solitude. This is one that a lot of people think is more of an inward one, mm-hmm. but it's it's very outward because for us to sit in silence and to sit in solitude, when you actually try to do this, it is a physical exercise more than it is an inner exercise yeah. because we are so wired for noise and for sound and to yeah. sit in quiet anymore is really, really difficult. And this would be one that you have encouraged me to do, like uh, waiting for someone at a restaurant or uh, in line at a grocery store at Walmart or whatever. That moment, you can sit in silence and not be distracted by yep. other things. Yeah, so and, and again, it's one of those, when you first try it, it's like, oh, yeah, and then you get in like, oh, it's been five minutes and yeah. I haven't whipped my phone out of my mm-hmm. pocket and started to scroll mm-hmm. or whatever else. How do you sit and you do that? Uh, service. What gifts, talents, and abilities can you use to serve others? And then another one that's difficult for people is simplest or is submission. So how do we submit our will to God, but ultimately to the people around us? What yeah. does it look for us to look like for us to discipline ourselves or to practice submitting? So then in those times when we do need to submit, it becomes second nature. So mm-hmm. these are all outward postures that we take to know and to pay attention to God more. And we yeah. see all of these disciplines all throughout scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, you see the silence is all too. We, we read in Matthew or in Mark right off the bat that Jesus often went away yeah, to be alone true, with yeah. his heavenly father. He'd wake up early in the morning and go be with his father. We see evidences of these things all throughout scripture. And so 
trying to continue to encourage people to do that is this is how we saw Jesus and the early church um, start to practice yeah. and start to live some of this yeah. out. I think through the through the church, the easiest one of these that we've mentioned would be the service aspect of it. Because we we do push our, our church to serve. We want them to serve in some capacity, children's ministry, student community, uh, parking lot crew, all, all these different things. We want you to serve in some way, go on mission trips. Uh, but they are very outward, and they're very visible, and uh, you can see the wins in that. Yep. Um, but what we're talking about here is not not a win and lose kind of thing, but but they're they're almost inward, but they're outward expressions yep. like things you're personally doing yep. uh, that are changing the outward. The, the simplicity, I love that one, mm-hmm. and I'm working on that one right now in my own life of just decluttering, taking away things that that uh, maybe I'm holding on to um, a little too strongly and just simplifying life. And so yep. I do love that one as well. Yep. Any of those you are resonating with right now? Well, you know, if I'm honest with our listeners, which I hope you know that I, I am, I don't yeah. lie often, but um, a, a, one that I feel like God has been inviting me into for the last year and a half has been the silence and solitude. Mm-hmm. And I've been fighting it, kicking and screaming. Mm. Um, it is one for me that is really difficult. And, um, and I love noise. I love background noise. Mm-hmm. I love, and I use it as an excuse to learn. So yeah. I'm a pod, I listen to mm-hmm. a lot of podcasts. We've yeah. talked about this, that on here before. Um, and it's learning. It's a way for me to gain knowledge. So it's useful, quote, yeah. you know, as I'm using the air quotes right now. Um, and so I've been, you know, trying to get up early in the morning and start my morning with five or 10 minutes of silence and solitude and not without falling asleep, without falling asleep, yeah. without grabbing my Bible yeah. and running to it and, or picking up a book that I Something want to read that, without yeah. trying to acquire knowledge, but just to sit in God's presence and, tr- and try to listen mm-hmm. to him and start my day off there. And then same thing, as I told you, as I've been encouraging you to what it look, what's it look like to, to pause a little bit when you're meeting someone at a restaurant or standing in line, I've been trying to, to do that as well. Yeah. Um, and so that those for me, and then simplicity, I'm always trying to to find a way to simplify yeah. things because um, I don't do well in chaos. <laughs> yeah. Of course, there are other ones there. The the silence and solitude for me, I do love it uh, because I love being in the outdoors, and you yep. can find that very easily out there. Riding a bike, walking, taking a walk, camping, uh, hunting or fishing, you you find a lot of silence and solitude because unless you're carrying your phone out there, which a lot of people do, but. Uh, the the thing is just to to see nature wake up yeah. and to see different things that you've never noticed before because your mind has been so trained to to not recognize it. Let's move on to the last one here: corporate disciplines. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm gonna so a couple of those are confession, worship, and celebration. Mm-hmm. And I want to focus on one of those. Okay. If you want to talk about worship, I'm gonna submit that to you. Sure. Um, because you have a much more you have a better take on that okay. than I do. The celebration, which does go into worship, as I think yeah. that's one thing for us as the church, as followers of Jesus, that we do a really bad job of. Mm-hmm. We do not celebrate well. We we are so serious. We got our head down. We're going after this, and 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 we don't want to celebrate too much. We don't want to have too much fun. We've got to be serious. And I think this is idea. This is why I love baptism Sundays when we yeah. have people who get baptized on a Sunday because it allows the church to celebrate. We see someone telling everyone else that they've made a decision to follow Jesus and, and follow him into waters of baptism mm-hmm. and and take that initial command that he gave us as followers, and we get to celebrate that. And and that's why I've loved how you set up worship when we do have baptisms, yeah. is that it's in the midst of a worship song. Mm-hmm. So then as that person is coming up out of the water, we continue to celebrate. And yeah. the more that we can um, learn to do that, the better. 
Jesus went to a lot of parties. Yeah, he was around. He was, mm-hmm. and, and again, a lot of the Pharisees were um, treated that as a negative thing and called him out. Why are you spending time with these people? Jesus knew how to celebrate, mm-hmm. and I think that's something for us. Even if you look at the wedding feasts in Scripture, where he changes the water into yeah. wine, he did that to continue the wedding celebration. Certainly. And so, as for us as Christians, I hope the joy and the hope that we have in Jesus causes us to celebrate more instead of being so serious and so judgmental, but yeah. learn to celebrate and help people want to check out the joy and, and check out what our lives are about because, because we celebrate things well. Right, right, right. And to go along with that, we, we don't celebrate um, the, the, the greatness of musical talent. We don't celebrate the, uh, the cool lights on Sunday morning. We celebrate what God's doing and, and let everything else flow out of that, yep. which is why... Some of the most celebratory times we have are coming out of baptism or uh, reflecting on Lord's Supper. Uh, that, that to me, is a, uh, a, a joyful celebrating time, although musically uh, with the Lord's Supper and taking communion, it's not very high, high tempo. It's not very loud. It's very mm-hmm. reflective. But my goodness, it is, it's a powerful time. Sure. Uh, and so that's really what we want to facilitate. Sure, we want to bring joy and we want to bring expectation that uh, that God has been moving and working throughout the week uh, or that we are in a, a troubling time, but we're going to trust God to do uh, some great things. And that's why we gather with other believers so we can share stories and that we can gather together, lift high the name of Christ, who is the same regardless of all of our different circumstances. Yep. And so that's what we bring with the corporate discipline of worship and confession. We didn't touch on that, but we can do that a little more next week whenever we uh, focus on our final topic. I think we'll, we'll capture some of that. Yeah. Um, so let's leave it with one last thing. What's next for us, Drew? Yeah. So again, we want to start putting some of these practices into place. And so my encouragement to you is this, is to take a little time, spend some time in prayer this week and ask the Lord, what are some areas in your life that you need to work on and what practices can you incorporate in your life to make that happen? Yeah. Um, I would encourage one. If you, if no one has, if you haven't done a fast before fast from something, I would always encourage food because I don't think as, especially in our culture today, we realize the hold that food has on us yeah. and the, how much it controls our attitude, our emotions, and, 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 and how that affects our even how we structure our day. So I think that's important. But even if it's a social media fast or if it's a fast from sports or if it's a fast from something that has an, a, a, too much of a hold on your life, take a break for that for 24 Sorry. hours and just see the effect that that has. Yeah. Um, I would encourage everyone, again, to get up early and spend some time in some silence and solitude, mm-hmm. spend some time in quiet, study God's word, start your day out. As Daniel said a few series ago that I thought was so good, check in with God before you check in with the world yeah. and just see how, the, how that starts to change your day. Um, and again, celebrate, find something this yeah. week, celebrate in a way that you normally wouldn't, whether mm-hmm. it's a, um, you know, your kid got a good grade on a test that you weren't expecting. Do something above and beyond that you normally yeah. wouldn't do. You know, you found out a neighbor got a job promotion. Invite them over and celebrate those things. Help. I just would encourage you to try to go above and beyond what you normally do and celebrate something this week. Yeah. Um, those are some very, very, very practical things. And just to let our listeners know, a thing that's going to be coming 
out soon here that I'm excited to announce and talk about is we're going to start having some spiritual formation retreats. Yeah. Um, and we are bringing a guy in from Australia, Andrew, Andrew Renucci. We're hoping to, we'll get him on the podcast when he's here, mm-hmm. but he is going to train some of us on how to lead these spiritual formation retreats um, and have those throughout the year. And Primarily, what those do is those give us space and time to put some of these practices into place. So as we start to change how we think, start to put some of these in practice, as we, we've talked about with missions trips before, going yeah. on missions trips is helps you develop and, and grow so much more um, in your walk with the Lord. We're hoping these retreats do the same thing and give you a practical place to start putting some of these practices um and making sure that they have a place in your life. And so to be looking out for those, those are coming. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about that. Um, And those are just some practical steps you can take now and to be looking forward to and maybe mark some of your calendars as that information comes out of signing up for some of those retreats. Yeah, Yeah. and also in the show notes, we'll put the uh, Dallas Willard book Yeah, uh, just for people to reference that. That gives a long list of of disciplines, not just the few that we mentioned here, but a wide variety, uh, several uh, pages worth of, of information that they can look through on that yep, as well. So sure. thank you so much listeners for tuning into the table podcast this week. Join us next week for the, the wrap up uh, and the final topic that we discussed on this discipleship pathway. Thanks for joining us. Yep. See you then. Thank you so much for listening to the table, a podcast of Calvary church in West Lafayette. Music was provided by Heath Bentley. For more information, check us out at yourcalvary.info.